asked you to be my Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Painting the Roses Red. I am in the studio with the one, the only, the legendary Mr. Jesse Barrera. Legendary, thank you so much. You're so sweet. I'm here. Hi, guys. I mean, assuming that this album will go down in history as a great album, the people who are part of it are legends to me. Thank you, man. Well, you're a legend. Ah, oh, thanks. Forever and always. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. <laughs> no, for sure. Everybody, if you don't already know this, you're either living under a rock or just didn't know that Jesse Barrera produced this album. It was one of his first bigger projects. Um, it was one of my first bigger projects as well. Yep. Um, and we just kind of trusted each other with this vision that started from nowhere, from which nowhere. is why we are here talking about. Yes, reliving the memories, yes. diving deep, but we're going to dive real deep today. We're diving super deep. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about the first half of the album. I'm nervous for you. I'm. D- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. I'm just kidding. This is going to be a ton of fun. It is. And for those who have listened, you guys have heard from the band. Uh, you've heard from Tori Kelly, who was another collaborator on this, on a couple of tracks, which is cool. And she's on some of the tracks that we're going to talk about in this episode as well. And there's a lot of things that kind of go down into each of these songs. I'm excited to go back and listen. I not listen, but yeah, relive. Yeah, I actually haven't heard the uh, the album since I don't for a long know. time. Yeah, not even on the first podcast. I didn't listen to it. Oh, thanks, dude. Thanks for doing your <laughs> research. <laughs> so hopefully, giving, like, so hopefully, my brain works today, and I could dig up some stuff to talk about. Um, I think the memories will come back when I hear the songs, though. Yeah, for sure. I'm um, excited. Let Ooh. me play a little bit of this first track, and this is here tonight, here tonight which is the opening track of the album. Dude. Oh my gosh, I'm getting feels. I remember <laughs> writing this piano riff, bro. Yeah. In your studio. Did you? This was the only song, I think, that we didn't have. That's right. I know we wanted Emma Watson as one of the first songs on the record. Yep. And I think I might have pitched the idea of doing like a really epic intro, intro. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the same key. Yep. Because yeah. we were doing... Oh yeah, that's the big drop. Yeah, This reminds me of Danny right here. Yeah. Yeah. And that synth lead, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember thinking about May, and we were channeling <laughs> some. Yeah, because yeah, because you were listening to May a lot. Yeah. During um, the making of this album, and that synth line. I know I wanted to add something modern. Yep. At the time, so do you remember what we used for that synth line? <laughs> it's My like a soft lead. Okay. <laughs> well, obviously, no, I know that, what it is. No, but that's, I think, what the sound is called. Oh, it's oh, called no, soft square, lead. square soft lead. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Because I, I still use it when I'm uh, trying to come up with that sound okay. when I'm uh, scoring things. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Is like back when I first started producing, like I didn't use a lot of, I mean, now I use a ton of synths because obviously it's in modern music. But yeah. when I was producing a ton of singer-songwriters, I didn't use a lot of synths. Which was crazy. So using that was pretty exciting. Yeah, man. So this track, and and you said, you know, you were talking about the intro, because us as a band, actually, we do random things for intros. Right. And it depends on the first song that we do. Sometimes if we play Juicebox, this is before the album, you know, if we play Juicebox, we do an epic intro in E. Right. And then obviously, yeah, we, we kind of knew at this point now mm-hmm. that we needed 
to start the album with Emma Watson, something super high energy. Right. And we wanted, we wa- definitely wanted drama. We wanted some that, drama. That, it's always that buildup. It's like when you go to a concert, it's like the walk-on is always mm-hmm. so crucial to setting the tone of the concert. Totally. And that's, I think that was our approach with Here Tonight was just the drama. Yep. And the entrance, just being a statement track. Oh, totally. And I think we definitely nailed it for sure. No, for sure. I saw, I, as I was saying earlier, I remember being in this studio, obviously, except it's in San Diego. Yeah, one point. Playing, playing that piano riff, and I was just rolling with it. Dude, mm-hmm. I remember the exact... I was on that M-Audio thing, and I'm just kind of playing the chords and stuff. Yes. And then we... You know, we're figuring out when to go to the B minor and when we go to that minor. That's right. And if we repeat it and things like that. That's right. So that track to me really was crafted in a way where I knew I wanted people to feel a certain way rather yeah. than like writing what was on my mind. I have a question. Yeah. Um, you say, I stand with these roses here tonight on the end of that lyric. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember wanting to use that theme on the intro. Um <laughs> Did you have Red Roses like in your mind as a title already? Did we at this point? Like were you like the album's going to be called Red Roses so I'm going to say I stand with these roses here tonight. I think we did. I think we did. We did. I think we did. I feel like I just answered my own question. You wow. did. Wow. You wow. did. I'm a Thank awful you co-host. <laughs> <laughs> What's good? Um no, I to me did we even already like shoot the cover like I don't know. It no. felt like this. It was it was at the end for sure. Yeah. It was definitely No, at that's the end. probably right, but I think that this track really completed the project. You know, mm. and I remember it kind of came from this place because to me, I feel like the lyrics are not super specific or clear what this intro is. pretty even, vague. Yeah, it's pretty vague. They're pretty vague. I kind of did that on purpose because I don't even think I knew what the song was about. And we end up making a full version of it yeah. in Beautiful Escape later, you know, a year right. later, uh, which is cool because we got to explore the themes that we just kind of touched on. Right. Uh, but ending with I'm standing with these roses here tonight. Yeah. Making that intro. And it also gives you the visual that's on the front of the album, which is you um, exactly. in this white suit. Literally um, standing with roses. Yeah, literally. Literally. Um, standing with roses yeah. to paint them, painting these roses red, which we'll get into later because we're going right. to talk about red roses as well. Yes. Uh, but this intro, every time we play it, when I know that I'm playing these songs. So epic. Every yeah, time I see that, it. Yeah, just that da-da-da-da. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And people are, like, screaming and oh, stuff. Yes. Dude, it's, oh, like, yes. the best feeling yeah. when people know your intro. I don't oh, know. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I remember playing that live for the first time at the Billboard. We did this Battle of the Bands in Vegas, and we did this whole thing with um, Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> and we were uh, promoing the new Chevy Cruises. And they actually, um, yeah, these, uh, we did a spot for um, I think the Billboard it was a, Music Awards. The awards. Yeah, and it was mm-hmm. me and you. And they were like, hey, man, just talk about the gas or something, the mileage. Yeah, yeah. Jesse <laughs> was the only one who made it on TV, his voice. He goes, yeah, we made it back uh, on one tank of gas to Vegas. And he's like, wow, dude, I'm the fucking star. <laughs> But I'm the star, though. <laughs> like, what the hell? That was crazy. That was neat, though. It was cool um, to, see, to see that. So yeah. we used tracks, and I remember our tracks did not work. That's right. In the actual competition, which yeah. kind of sucked. Came uh, in second. We came in second to uh, Gentleman... Gentleman something. But they ended up a- actually getting a few placements after that, I remember. Yeah. No, and All remember, we were talking about they were, like, placed there to win. They were great. 
I mean, they were undeniably great. They yeah, great they were. Look. Yeah, they were a band already. They were like, a band. It was like that's the act we were going to right make win. And I guess it was a tricky thing too because it was a battle of the bands, quote unquote. And your name was Adrian Raphael, so they were probably that they probably took that into account yeah. too. Like technically, that's not a band. Right. Right. Um, Anyways, so we played F this them. Billboard <laughs> F Billboard Battle of the Bands. We did so much for that damn thing. Um, um, it was a fun experience, and it's still on my damn Wikipedia page, which I'm trying to take hey. off. People talk about that all the time when introducing me at shows and like that's a that was a great memory okay um so we played with tracks didn't work so that takes me to kind of the production of this song because Mm. there were a lot a lot of layers right uh we have an 808 going in the beginning of the drop Mm -hmm. and it only happens every four measures right the first 16 bars are automated from like a very lo-fi kind of dramatic vibe into the obviously the biggest part of the song right and we were looking for that sound but we actually had danny go in and record that snare lo-fi right and we automated it Uh from that lo-fi yes and that dude that added so much into the 808 and when we when I added that 808, I remember you just screaming. Dude, we were all going crazy. Oh Listen God. to that album super loud, but not insanely loud because the vocals will kill you. Yeah, probably <laughs> pierce your damn ears. Um, but <laughs> listening to that track, and I know, you know, when I talk to people lately who talk to me about the album, like mm. that just brings so much nostalgia back, that drop, you know, and everyone was just so excited. Yeah. It came out in the summer, top down, kind of like Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Good times for sure. Making Good times. That yeah. Great times. Leading into Emma Watson, which was an idea that Jesse had. I don't right. I, I remember it was a conversation uh, that we should make a seamless transition going to Zero that. Gap. Zero we Gap. Call it Zero Gap when uh, you're talking about like distro and uh, mastering. Yes. Which we, means zero, yeah, zero amount of time between the tracks. Right. So um, in doing that, we kind of risked it not coming out perfectly when we mass produce these damn CDs. So if you notice... It wasn't you, our fault, guys. It was not our fault. It is kind of my fault we because... Had we had a vision. Um, I did not explain it as clear. But if you guys have the album, you may notice that <laughs> Here Tonight goes into Emma and there is a two-second, <laughs> a literal two-second gap. I'm sure a few people have noticed, but I can assure you maybe 90% of the humans that have heard the record don't care. Right. And it still, still goes. goes. It still goes. It still goes. But the thing is, if it was zero gap, that would sound amazing. <laughs> I mean, the way the way it was in our heads, it was right. It was perfect. So what I had done was I told the distribution company, I said, between the first and second track, put negative two. So then it actually fades those tracks. Oh. That's what it was meant oh. to happen. Instead, they added to. They added to. So it was a break. So that was my bad, and I never yeah. really kind of put it out there. And I, yeah, uh, we printed ten thousand. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. That which is really in retrospect not too many copies. It's not an insane amount. And if you hear it on Spotify, you do get the transition. Right. And and Apple Music, and if you buy yeah. it, in, which a lot of people bought Our, this yeah. uh, online, hey, which is really cool. Yeah. Online sales, iTunes, shout out, Spotify, shout out. Thank you for all buying it digitally, which helped it come to the charts and have more people discover it. Um, but are we done talking about here tonight? Yeah, I think I think that's it. <laughs> um, so that leads us into the second track of the album, which is a song that I wrote about a celebrity crush that I had. And to be honest, man, like I wrote this song to like literally try to get her attention. I remember. That's yeah. edgy. It is kind I of I remember edgy. when the, the, the first time you told me about it, I was like, oh. Um, Okay, yeah, so Emma Watson was a song about a celebrity crush, obviously. Hermione. And Hermione Granger. Mm-hmm. And I was obsessed with her. 
scarily not obsessed. in like not in like an unhealthy way. I think <laughs> you would tweet her a good amount. I well, think, I, I, I would tweet her with a song for sure. Yes. Afterwards, yeah, yeah, definitely. Not like, hey, will you go out with me? I okay. definitely think she's heard the song. I really do. I, yeah, can we take a poll out there? Do you guys think that she's either A, heard the song and not said anything? I think she's just not said anything. Or B, heard the song and is actually obsessed with the song and you and, imagine and listens to it to every day just wake to, up and feel confident about what if it's her like alarm <laughs> imagine it's like shock, imagine shock, in, a, in a perfect world for yeah, aj Raphael. in a perfect world um so that song was really just kind of a fun song and i remember writing it on acoustic and uh it wasn't going to be on the album at first but i showed it to jesse i think it took a while for us to be like that should be on the album yeah, be like on board 1,000%. Yeah. Right. So I showed him an acoustic version that I recorded on my second YouTube channel. For all the hardcore fans, yeah. uh, I have a second channel, Ye It's AJ. Y'all know this. For the deep cuts. Because that's why Kathy's username is Ye It's Kathy. She based it you on... Got it from, you got it from Kathy? Yes. That's cute. No, no. She got it from me. Oh. Because she made Wait, a second channel as well. Did we both? Did we get it from each other? Did you, I get it from her? Did I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to call her I, and I see. I think Ye It's Kathy was a thing before you, bro. Oh, my God. I'm an ass. I totally tried to take credit I think for that. I but think I took it from, from her Kathy. just for funsies. Because I remember hers being like pretty Right. Weird. You're right. Oh. Sorry, Kathy. I'm a dick. And I <laughs> am self-absorbed. Too. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm addicted to you. And I got it from Kathy because I remember the first videos on that channel was like me and Kathy messing around. Like there's a video that is like RB farts on Kathy. Okay. Like behind stuff the like scenes, that. Behind the, the scenes, stuff, funny the fun stuff. stuff. Um, so Yee, it's AJ. It's on that channel. Sorry, Kathy, again. I love you. And everyone listening who now thinks I'm a jerk. <laughs> and this was on a second channel. Still got a good amount of views and people still loved it. And we didn't have, at least me, I didn't have any kind of production in mind. But I remember mm. us talking about like, this could kind of be that pop punk feel. Pop rock. Yeah, not that pop was punk. not pop punk. Like More so pop rock. Yeah. Yeah. Taking elements though from pop punk because that's what I like was growing up kind right. of listening to in the melodies. And like mm. when I first imagined, if you would notice me, you know, it's kind of like in that. Even, yeah, actually I could see that with the drums too. The drums are kind oh, of pop punk here and sure. there. Um, yeah, play, play a little bit of that, of that track. Here we go. Um, I definitely remember while producing the drums, um, channeling some Jimmy Eat World. Oh, totally. Um, There's a fill in the second verse that you actually did on your Love and Technicolor album. Triple snare. Yeah. Ka, ka, ka. Yep. Ka, ka, ka. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. That's right. And I'm just a nobody, not just a girl. Oh, yes. You are a Iconic. And I amazing. Be. Dude, people still quote That's these damn lyrics. It's amazing. Yeah. This is like the fangirl anthem. Has know, anyone done anthem. like a parody of this at all? Like, has, like to another been, celebrity? Yeah, to another. There has been a couple. But in the music video that we did, people dedicated it to their own celebrity crushes. So that was really cool. Oh, that's right. This arrangement on the drums was so intricate, I remember. And it, there's a lot of subtleties in the drums for sure. I think that's... One of the things I, I love. Right, so this, this pre-chorus one. is actually a little different from the second pre-chorus da, da, da. by one. Oh yeah, it's right. Yeah. Snare. Mm-hmm. I love that guitar part that Andrew had been playing. I played on the piano when I'm playing solo. I'm pretty sure I played that guitar. Really? Yep. <laughs> I don't think so. He might have played the, the uh, I think high arpeggiated lead. I played all the all the rhythms for sure. Oh, dude, definitely. I was talking about that. That's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that. 
No, this is a uh, yeah. This is oh, a this is this is for sure Andrew Rayer. Yeah. Yep. God, God, God. There's a That's snare. real delay from his pedal, yep. right? Yep. Oh, even the the anticipated da 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 da. Rayer. Right here, and there's an extra bass hit. Da 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 da. Right, arrangements, dude. That that, that was so important to us. Yeah. Um, if anyone's wondering what the piano patch we used was for this one, Alicia, Alicia's, Alicia's keys. keys, and that's also in the Here Tonight as well. That was mm-hmm. a big deal. We bought that. I actually bought that. Mm-hmm. It was a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Jesse installed it. That's right. Um, check out this comp because I'll show you. Jesse, I don't think knows this, but that was a take that I messed up, and I didn't know if I was going to say I'll show. Or I'll give. Oh you still my. used it. No it way. Works. Yeah. Wow. Little fact. Because I'll just... show you it. There's a little hesitance. You were unsure about the take, okay? But if it sounded good to Jesse, it yeah. sounded good to the world. <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. This this solo part is when we get hyped during the live performance. And I'm like, Andrew Rim, everybody. Okay. Yeah. This is a typical down chorus. Typical down chorus. Some palm eating. Yep. So we combine the first verse fill with the second verse fill to complete the third intro into the chorus. Into last that chorus. last chorus. Yep. Beautiful. Cha cha cha. And now when I do it live, I go. The ordinary guy for you. Nice. Yeah. I love that everyone knows the ad libs too when I'm playing this. Um, Incredible track, man! Fun, that, always fun um, live to watch and oh, play. I played it a few sure. times with you guys. Totally, I remember during the Billboard Battle of the Bands uh, when you're playing it. I see, you know, obviously the people who supported me, my family's there. Mm. Jr. Aquino, I have a specific memory of him. Okay, being there and mouthing the words, and I'll always remember that for well, some yeah, reason. Yeah, because because the album was was it out. It was. Uh, it had just dropped, maybe. It had just dropped. Yeah, that's right. And it just dropped, and you know, Jared had been listening to it. But it's cool to see, especially your peers who are doing music themselves, uh, which he eventually got in the studio with you and recorded his biggest song of all time. That's right, by chance. Uh, by chance, but uh, I just remember him singing along to that, yeah. and it'll always be like a really yeah. good memory. It always that. means so much more when you're performing the songs live that you made, that you wrote, and you see your family or even like your best friends and they're there in the crowd. Oh, dude. That feeling is seriously unmatched as an artist, man. Oh, for, for me, sure. yeah. I, I'm with you, man. I mean, I was streaming the other day doing a gaming stream mm. on Facebook and Arby was there with me and they asked me to play Red Roses and I play a little bit and he's like singing along just like unknowingly. And he doesn't know that that actually means a lot to me. That he's the doing little that. things. You know what I mean? The little things. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Emma Watson is also not one of those where I like thought too much about it. I think, yeah. yes, the production was intricate and we right. thought it, there were so many layers that right. we did and that Andrew had to come in later to even do those top things because, mm-hmm. I mean, the song could have been complete with just Jesse being here. Right. Um, but no, even, he added even such adding a, great, that, a great touch. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and all the little hits and the Noah's bass and, and Danny's drums. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, same time, not overthinking. Right. And I think that's why it's such a fun track. I think we went into that record knowing that it wasn't a clear-cut single. And we had a little more freedom as far as arrangement and stuff. Totally. And we could go back to our roots and that being pop 
rock. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And that thing. And I think the entire album as a whole does have a pop rock undertone mm-hmm. or overtone, if you will. Um, <laughs> but for that, with that one, we knew we weren't going to like put that out as a single so we could take more chances. I'm with you, man. Doing. On the whole, like the pop rock feel, I think. Yeah. It was in at the time, too. I it mean, was in for sure. I think not in my uh, community, I guess, as an Asian American singer, if we think that way. So let's right? dive into that a little bit. Right. So I do, I do want to dive into that, how you kind of took a chance as a yeah, Asian American artist to, to jump in a pop rock, <laughs> you know, right. that, that's crazy. It was so different. Because most Asian Americans love R&B and stuff like that. Right. So. And they associate kind of that because Asian Americans, even to this day, you wouldn't really be able to say that we have like you know, a type of music we do or whatever, or like it's still... You don't have a type. Yeah. Right, there's not a type. Um, but mostly what people knew was like Jeremy Passion would maybe be the first Filipino mm-hmm. singer that they'd ever hear Gay ever. Bondoc. Mm-hmm. Gay Bondock. And they're doing R&B, like Lemonade, you know? Gentleman iconic Dome. songs. These are like iconic songs to our community. Um, and me kind of feeling... Dude, there's, there's been a lot of times where I kind of feel like the inferior one uh, when it comes to the ability of like my singing. Of skill. Yeah, yeah, in a way. I mean, voice is voice. so obviously, um, it's relative, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's objective, I mean. It's objective. Yeah, it's like how you like your steak cooked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But as far as like vocal ability slash skill. Doing runs and... Doing runs and things like that. Gymnastics. Which I feel like I may be inspired a whole different crowd of, of people who are listening to music. Absolutely. Where they felt like they could just sing along without right. having to be... Uh, known as like a super super gifted that's like, the thing about your songs they've always been since day one as a songwriter like so damn singable bro right. like we could happen and 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 red roses and, and yeah, she, and was, she mine. was mine well, which we'll like, go into later for sure right we will but you know i think that's why these are some of the most covered songs you know like as far as our community goes obviously right. not ever in the whole world but i mean you still look at we could happen and it's still on some of the most searchable songs on the ukulele you know we because i feel like that ha- yeah that happens to be because people could sing along right and learn it and, and sing it to their girlfriend and That's not right. feel like they have to be all... Yeah, I've seen the prom videos, man. Those are so cool, bro. Promposals. <laughs> those are a thing. I saw the We Could Happen one just yeah. recently. Oh, my god. Still goodness. recently. And it's been going That's on for a so long fucking time. Rad, it is really, really cool. So I felt good about Emma Watson. I mean, that one to me is... That was very personal, I feel. That's it, like Sometimes you need those as a writer, though. Those kind of just self-indulgent, like, this might not be relatable to all of you guys, right. but... I'm going to write this because I'm a songwriter and I could. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Definitely. And I also think that vocally when I, you know, that end part, the owner got for you, if I'm not having (laughs) a good day, even though it's not that high, really. Yeah. But I would worry about that song. This would be the only song where I'm like scared, scared. I'm like, should I go for it? Because out of the all the other songs, well, with the exception of without you, that ad lib at the end, Mm. all the rest of the songs I can sing when I'm sick. Super comfy. Yeah, and like in a safe. good place and I can safe. just like pull out. But like Emma Watson, I would be kind of scared sometimes to do. Right. And it is kind of that. The beauty of live though is you could do whatever you want to do. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, just point the mic to the crowd. You too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ordinary guy for what? <laughs> um, but that song, I think, did we talk about the title of this song and how maybe Emma Watson? we would change it? No, like to ordinary guy or like. Do we? Talk I mean, about you that? did. Jesse does a remix of. That's right. Uh, call we'll, it. Call it magic. We'll play a little here. Here we go. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. And you saw me magic. Um, so Jesse called it magic. Yeah, that's right. 
called it Magic, which would have been a cool title for this song. Yeah. Magic parentheses Emma Watson yeah. would have been neat. But yeah. um, I think it was cool that you called it Emma Watson. I think a lot of people wanted me to call it uh, Ordinary Guy for you. I think, yeah. Emma Watson was the perfect name. Yeah. Even though she never heard it and never gave it any kind of shout out. She knows it. Magic would have been a close second. <laughs> that would have been a close second. Just saying. Uh, because, dude, it's like Emma Watson, she was Hermione. Magic. Show me magic. Dude. Makes so much sense. You're right. Magic. <laughs> Hello. Magic wand. Great song. Uh, we don't hear this kind of energy in this album until Starlight Nights, actually. Uh, which, which comes is, in way later. Which track comes 10? in track is track 10. Yeah. yeah. So we enjoy this feel. It kind of sets up the journey that you're going to go on mm-hmm. uh, if you're really listening to it lyrically, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm, I'm really proud of the way that this album kind of flows lyrically. And there's this kind of a storyline. There is. But yeah, that leads us to our next track, Red Roses. Red Roses. Is Red Roses track three? Yeah. It is? Wait. Are you sure, dude? Let's confirm. I always thought it was track four. It's three. Wow. I think that was a good call, though. Because the album's called Red Roses, and people and the people who are discovering this for the first time are going to click that one first. So if you okay, that's what I felt. I mean, like you know, okay. when Abercrombie and Fitch like hit me up, which was my first like big company that was like, "Hey, we love your track Red Roses." I was like, "Really?" Out of all of them, really? Yeah, and be, and I'm thinking like, "We could happen without you," because those are the popular ones. The music videos have already been right, out, right, 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 right. Um, but they clicked Red Roses first. I think. I think that might have been the case. Okay. So I think it's a good call in a sense where like if people do listen to Red Roses first because that's what the album's called, mm-hmm. they still get to listen to most of that album. Right. They still get to listen to We Could Happen Without right. You. But I think now thinking retrospect, we could have put We Could Happen first. What do you think? As the opening track of no, the no, album? No, 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 no. Before, or as track three. I think track three, We Could Happen would have been pretty nice. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. <laughs> and I, I think also story-wise, if we are thinking lyrically, story-wise. Red Roses is kind of like introducing yourself to this girl and kind of like... Getting to know someone. Getting to know someone, but regretting not taking shooting your shot. Okay. Regret. 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 Here's, here's little, the track. Here's the track. A little bit. Oh my gosh. Iconic words here on the intro. With your light brown and Alan Ladan actually plays a little bit of this. We'll go at the very end. Yeah. We'll get into that. No, I'm not a creeper. I swear that I'm oh, a creeper. I was I'm so sold when you showed me that progression on the on the road. On the on the Wurlitzer. Yes. I have an interesting story on how to wrote this song, but we'll okay. we'll save that after after. I definitely think Red Roses is definitely the most stank face track on the album yeah. as far as arrangement. Ah, like this that piano lead, fantastic. Kick on every beat. And on the backgrounds again, that's uh, Nessa Rica and Tori Kelly. And me singing the lower harmony in that room. There's a lot of layers to this chorus if you guys break it down. The bells, mm-hmm. um, that piano lead. That Let's we talk added. about those. I remember those, those bells reminding us of a CeeLo green track. F-U. F-U. Uh-huh. That's right. And the dun, 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 dun. Yep. yep. So that was definitely one of our references as far as tonality and, and um, arrangement. Right. I wrote this song on acoustic and we went in with no arrangement. So we arranged it as a band and with Jesse. I think we spent maybe two days on the, the But now I missed the moment sure. and now I'll never know if you'll answer yes to the question. And then here's where I reference without you. Without you. And I'm crushed because I got these roses. Oh, the hits. And Red Roses, that's the only time I say Red Roses in the whole album. Oh, man. That change from verse two to pre-chorus two is pretty delicious. <laughs> Tasty treats. Oh my goodness. 
Is this the first time we intro the ooze on the chorus? The ooze? Or are they in chorus? No, they were in chorus. Okay. I remember we we went on with the vibrato. Like, we did multiple takes of, like, yeah. try vibrato here, mm-hmm. take out vibrato here. That's Tori on the on that single background. So this is where Alan Ladan uh, came in to do a, uh, yep. a single part. Yeah. So this is him on the on the world tour here. I knew that I wanted something a little more intricate than something that I could come up with on my own. That Phil, that's Alan. Yep. Sometimes you just need to call in reinforcements, dude. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I love how this stays on the B flat too. Oh, that's right. Um, that's a big arrangement thing too. Yeah, it stays on the B flat. Yeah. Group vocals. Mm-hmm. Did we do ad libs, which I was so uncomfortable with back in the day. <laughs> Did we do group vocals? Oh uh, no, I think this is just us. I think we recorded ad- actual um, group vocals for this too. I love how it randomly goes ooh instead of ba ba ba. Bell at the end. And then we do another hit here in the performance live. Dude, what a track! In album fashion, we didn't do the hit though. It just like right. just that whirly doing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I, I remember it being such a cool thing because I never used to like piano and e-piano um, mm-hmm. together, but we made it work where right. they're both kind of, they're playing with each other, you know? Right, and right. That, that last chorus, I'm playing a lot of the piano, but then Alan was coming up with a on the piano. Wait, is Alan playing on the outro too? Well, he gave me the idea. He gave you, okay. And then I we worked on that forever. I love the sound of the Wurlitzer. I love the overall kind of griminess of the bass too. You know, yes, we, we touched that on that on the on the last episode, but a little fuzz <laughs> on the bass. So um, I wrote that song on the way home, and this is the day I met a really really good friend of mine who I'm kind of associated with now a lot, uh, Dante Bosco. Hey, and Rufio, got, Rufio, and we got we both got invited to be part of this short by um, our friend Giselle Tonji, who is a, a host on TV. She's Filipino, and she made a Filipino Greece. Oh yeah, uh, for a student film. Very and cool. so it was, she invited Dante, the Bosco brothers, uh, Dante's sister, and this dude, Michael Copan. And Michael Copan played the Scorpion King in the prequel to the rock Scorpion King. Nice. And so there's like these actors that I looked up to and like, yo, these are like Filipino actors who are doing it. And we are at UCLA doing this project. And there is this girl, her name is Alex. Alex with a Y. And I, I thought she was super cute from the very beginning when I first saw her. Okay. And um, the whole day she was there because she was one of the background dancers. And I kept wanting to try to talk to her. Uh, but Michael Copan. Damn, we're going into names. Dude. We are going into names. You're really not being shy about this. <laughs> I, that's pretty amazing. That's truly amazing. You guys are getting the goods. Y'all are getting the goody goods. Like actual names. You know, people are going to actually go on Facebook and like <laughs> look up these people. Like, well, I have a funny <laughs> story about the Alex thing is why I knew her name was Alex is because I spelled it wrong on, on a freaking Facebook status that I wrote. I was like, oh, hey, no. I met this girl named Alex. I wrote this song for you today and I really hope you can hear it. And Holy I, I know. Shiz. I was like not shy. Yeah, you still aren't. And it was spelled like Alex. (laughs) And then... A-L-Y-X? It was spelled like Alex. A-L-E-X because I I got her name. Right, okay. I didn't get her number. 
Okay. So now I'm left with all this regrets and wonder. Okay. So <laughs> I write it, Alex, in the in you the went, status, and she went into the lyrics. How <laughs> corny! And then she responds on the status and was like, you "Hey, spell, it's you Alex. Sp- you spell my name wrong." Yeah, like basically, <laughs> you spell my name wrong. Anyway, so I, it's this girl who is dancing. Michael Copan is tall, handsome. Pinoy, yeah. half white, mestizo. Yeah, that's right. Dude's talking to her the whole time, like, dude, this fool is cock blocking. You know what I mean? Oh. And like, I remember kind of holding a little grudge, like, dude, dude, like, I'm trying to talk to this girl. It's such a pivotal day for me because I wrote that song on the way home, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm driving and I'm using voice notes. And I think of that progression. Then I wish I would have asked you out. Two major. Uh, I wish. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm, I'm singing the bass line in these voice notes bro so then right when i get home mm-hmm. i record it on acoustic incredible as fast as i can did you do the video that same night i did the video the next morning oh and tj my. is there okay um and it's the v- day before valentine's day and i release it on valentine's day nice that on on my second channel yeah it's aj and it's so fitting that it's called red roses exactly but it's not your typical love song right It's not, people would think it is, but it ends up being an anthem in a different way where a lot of people kind of relate to this feeling where they don't have Valentine's. They don't have Valentine's Mm -hmm. because they regretted and they didn't get to ask that person that they wanted to. They're too scared. So all those lyrics are so intentional, just like that feeling. And I remember just being so happy. This is one of the first times I write a whole song in one sitting. Mm -hmm. I didn't write the bridge yet. I remember writing the bridge here uh, in the studio. Uh, mm-hmm. In San Diego. Super simple. Super simple. Very short bridge, like th- four bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, what a memory. I can't believe that all just came back to me. <laughs> Alex, yeah. which we ended up becoming friends after, and we never went on a date or anything. It was just like... Little crush. Yeah, little little crush. crush. Cute little crush. And it ends up becoming the most important track of my life because Red Roses is like an association of like the brand, mm-hmm. the album. All our shows were like themed Red Roses. Mm-hmm. The color red is associated with me. With the album. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know, man. I just, I give so much credit to that song. So do you still talk to both no, of them? Michael, um, Michael and um, Alex? I do. Yeah. Me and Michael are super okay. cool. We're, I think that's part of the whole story. And Alex, like, you guys are still close? Uh, no, we're not. But I okay. know she's doing some cool missionary stuff. Very cool. Um, which is really awesome in, so shout out like, to in both Africa, yeah. which is cool. And uh, I don't know. I think we're still friends on Facebook, but I... <laughs> Hopefully we're still friends. <laughs> I would like to think so. Right. She's like, yeah, we're not friends. <laughs> we never made a music video to that song, but I did ask her one time, I think. You did a live... Would... I, I do remember you did a live, a yeah. live thing. We with do a live Ness. session. Andrew Rose filmed this, and it's with VJ Rosales of Philharmonic uh, doing backgrounds with oh, Nessa yes. Rica, who did backgrounds, obviously, on this, and Taylor Parks, who Taylor Parks. is a Grammy award-winning wow. producer and writer right now. She writes for Demi Lovato. Wow. Um, and I met her through Tori Kelly, and she's in that video as well. And Kathy's in that video as like a as a love interest. That's right. Yeah. Adorable. Adorable. Too adorable. adorable. We were like being shipped a lot back then. That's true. Yeah. Ever since the um, that first cover, the, the Lucky one. Lucky, yeah. Everyone that was such an iconic wanted us video. to be a couple. Yeah, but you guys were homies. <laughs> It's Home, true. Homies. 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 Um, and that's that video I remember because Michael, her husband now, was there at my house, I think, for maybe one of the first times he was ever at my house. And we were like all getting close. We like almost kissed at the end. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Like, she's just like. Were they, were they kind of talking Yeah, they were. The no, they were like, yeah, basically together. Oh, he's probably very uncomfortable. He was uncomfortable. But Sorry, I dude. think it's one of those things where like, hey, let's introduce what we do for work. <laughs> Right to oh, you yeah. right here, and we are acting, and, and I remember Kathy was acting. She did the Wong Fu thing. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah, she I was mean, thriving. there is 
there is a natural chemistry with Kathy. We got along so oh, well yeah. and so oh, fast, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, and we made that video after knowing each other for like a m- the lucky video that we mm-hmm. did. Uh, so it's just natural. Anytime we're in videos together mm-hmm. that you may think that there's something going on, but really it's just like this natural friend thing. Chemistry. Yeah. Natural chemistry. Totally. Mm-hmm. In, in like, a, what is that? Platonic way. Platonic way. That's really, that's guess, a real I mean, thing. Yeah. You guys are cute next to each other. Yeah. And we I mean, love we love each other so much. Yeah. And she's one of my close friends. Um, but yeah, so that is the journey kind of of Red Roses. I'm so, so grateful to that song because, I mean, I don't know a catchier album title than Red Roses. <laughs> you know what's crazy? When you actually said, I th- I'm thinking about calling the album Red Roses. I was super skeptical, dude. I know. I remember. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you sure, dude? Are you sure about that? You're like, yeah, I'm 1,000% sure. Like, this, I have the visual. I have the artwork. I know yeah. what I'm going to wear. Like, yeah. you had the whole night and you were so set on it. And I yeah. was like, I think I was the only person that was skeptical right. about it. I think it is good to have those people who are challenging what yes. you want as an artist because it only makes you know that you want it even more. True. You know, and it's Very like, true. this is what I envision. And I'm such a huge Disney fan. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the album cover art is, you know, me getting painted on with roses and stuff. And Shout that's really based Felicia. on Felicia Tolentino, Felicia Tolentino who yeah. did the, the album cover, the photo shoot for that. And it's really based on an Alice in Wonderland concept that I had where... Uh, the bridge is about, I hope that you notice that I'm still painting roses. And that is kind of a shout out to that movie where, you know, the queen, this is so nerdy, <laughs> but like the queen, in order to appease the queen, uh-huh. which to me is like maybe like a love interest, you're kind of like painting because she only had white roses in her garden. Mm-hmm. You had to paint everything red to mm-hmm. her. You know, that was like her thing. Like that's what she wanted. So and this is like kind of my attempt at like reaching out to this girl who I didn't get to really talk to like hey I'm painting what I have which is just me bare me I'm gonna paint it to myself and maybe even create like a facade or like an idea of me that hopefully you want right you know where at the end of the day you shouldn't have to paint the roses red right to like you know anyways I I get it (laughs) you know what I'm saying and I like how like the paint was very like half done and like very like you didn't do a good job. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do a good job. You didn't do a great job. Yeah. Um, there is a video of us coming up with that photo shoot. Me and my friend Chris Lumagi and then Felicia ends up shooting that. So yeah, shout out to Red Roses for still, being the whole brand. Of you still have album. the uh, the uh, suit, right? I still have the suit and I've, yeah. I've worn it to a video shoot. and Oh, I wore it to Red Roses prom. I feel like one of these days, like maybe for like the 20 year anniversary, <laughs> you, you auction it off. Dude, I Imagine. wanted to do that for like charity or something. Hey, what if we, 10 years? I think the 10 year anniversary, it's we gonna, press vinyl. We press vinyl. Yeah, absolutely. We could do that for the eight and not perform. Not no, AJ's not, not going to. I told AJ he's not going to do anything for eight or, <laughs> and nine. So 10 is that much 10 more special. 10 is going to be awesome. We're going to print vinyls. Yeah. Vinyls are going to be amazing. I want a vinyl now. <laughs> Give me the vinyl now. I want it. <laughs> um, Beautiful. Red Roses. Incredible. So we talked about Red Roses. We talked about Here Tonight and Emma Watson. Please subscribe for the next one where we're going to talk about We Could Happen oh, yes. and Without You. Without You. My, Which, fav- my favorite song on the album. <laughs> Without You? With, is, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we Could Happen and Without You have taken me to a lot, a lot of places. In a sense where those are the top streaming songs and I could tell in every one of my That's analytics right. in like Spotify, YouTube, those mm-hmm. are my most played in all of those things so if you want to hear the story of those songs subscribe subscribe and uh we'll see you guys next time thanks for joining us on painting the roses red jesse thank you for uh being here you're the best thanks for having me this is a blast and diving deep oh yes cheers everybody dive some more